Yeah, no, I, I would agree. With zero evidence, you better believe it. With zero evidence? I'm pretty sure we're the greatest. Alright, welcome to the first episode of A Seriously Casual Perspective. We're Seriously Casual on Proudmore Alliance. We heroic raid in World of Warcraft with people from the entire spectrum of experience. Here we're going to talk about WoW and anything else that comes to mind. I'm Ben. I'm Matt. I'm Brian. And like I said, so we're just going to talk a little bit about ourselves. First off, I, uh, I main Shaman. I'm the, the little blue girl there on the left. I've uh, definitely tried to go for hardcore raiding. Didn't get very far. Made made my way all the way up from a, a really low tier casual, and then uh, found these idiots, and now we're fucking rolling. I like to main druid. Uh, I'm the night elf, if you couldn't tell, because I'm a druid, and uh, I I definitely have never even bothered with hardcore raiding. It's just not for me. I I much prefer just screwing around with you guys, collecting transmogs and mounts and stuff. So, you know, that's what I'm all about. It's a me, Brian. <laughs> I have uh, I have hardcore rated quite a bit. I was in a top 100 US guild for uh, about too damn long. I want to say four years. Uh, it was pretty much out of all of Cataclysm or as beginning. Wait, what the hell was before Cataclysm? Well, Wrath. Yeah, uh, so Wrath was, was right before Cataclysm. Yeah, so it was it was the end of Wrath. I did. Uh, I was on my realm at least. I was the I was in the the realm first. Uh, heroic Lich King 25 kill. And then I went on to be way too hardcore for all of Cataclysm. And uh, a little bit after that, I can't remember what I was after that. But yeah, I hardcore rare for a long time. And now it's over, I'm over it. I've grown up. I don't, I don't want to spend that much time uh, on <laughs> taking this game that seriously. So uh, yeah, founder a guild. Here we are. And, and, you know, on that note, because uh, I mentioned I kind of joined up with you idiots, uh, I, I joined you guys at the end of Legion. I was in uh, Antorus. The guild started in Emerald Nightmare, right, Brian? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I joined you guys in Antorus because you just found me from uh, Trade Chat. I'd actually just left a real a real garbage can guild. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to use this term a lot. I'm going to call it the, the mid-tier mythic guild. These are guilds with, like, aspirations for cutting edge, but really without the talent or the, the management skill to actually get it done. Uh, bad officers, bad raiders. You know, everybody's been in these kind of guilds, right? But, like, that's not that's not what we do here. We're, we're all over the place in terms of the raiders we've got, but, I mean, we're just, we're just something special, man. Yeah, for better or worse, I, th I think this guild's uh, very unique uh, for lack of a better term uh well you guys formed emerald nightmare and then ben joined during antorus he said yeah i joined i joined the second week of antorus so fu funny story about that the guild i was in uh wanted to skip normal even though like a lot of the raiders needed normal we got real power and move oh absolutely it was gorgeous we got to antoran high command and we're walled on that for our first raid night Killed the first boss in, like, a pull or whatever. It's super easy. Killed Felhounds with a couple pulls. That one's pretty easy. And then we did uh, uh, High Command, and we... I think we did, like, 35 or something wipes. Uh, and I, I had a big uh, argument with the G, uh, the current GM and raid leader, where he was like, I don't get it. We have enough DPS. Why aren't we killing it? Because we were dying to the enrage on that fight. Not mechanically. Oh. Like, mechanically, the players were pretty good. Uh... But uh, then I just left. I saw Brian advertising in trade chat back when we did that, and uh, 
now I've been here, what, four years? Uh, I've joined up uh, later. You you told me about the guild, and I never really had a guild, so I joined up right at the start of Uldir. So I've been with the guild exactly since BFA started until now. Yeah, because I was telling you, we were talking about WoW in like that, that dead zone, that drought of content after Antorus. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you know, I've never really... Uh, I, I think you mentioned something like never really properly rating. I yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. No, I've I've literally only done like LFR slash you know pugging some normals or something. Nothing nothing crazy. Yeah, and I mentioned like yeah, dude, I found a bunch of really fun people to play with, and now now we're all here and we're all leading this uh, circus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really um, interesting going from where we we started because yeah, so as as mentioned, so we, the guild was founded. Uh, in the midst of like Emerald Nightmare, and at or during the Emerald Nightmare tier, at that time, I was I like I just got back into back into WoW, and I was actually going to try to be like pretty. I was trying to get, I was going to try to be in a cutting edge guild again, so I was raiding. So I was raiding in a cutting edge guild, and at, and then on the side, I was pugging uh, with with my, our our group of five, if you will, and then we was and then every week we just kept continually pugging over again. And then we met uh, Ray's group, is a uh, for lack of a better way to call them. And they uh, they had a group of I think seven. I want to say I can't remember the exact number at the top of my head right now. I'm pretty sure it's seven. And uh, we did it. We did it like over and over and over and over and over again. And after I think like the sixth week that we did this, the uh, one of them was like, you "Guys, want to just make a guild?" I was like, "I get, yeah, I guess that's like, I guess that's like we're obviously right. Like that's obviously where we're going from here." Because we're already we're already playing together over and over again, so like why why not, right? And uh, and for context, Ray is a founding member uh, of the guild. Ray Ray is a person. Yeah, Ray Ray is quite an enigma. I don't yeah, know. Ray Ray is definitionally a human. Yeah, <laughs> Ray. For if you're listening, I miss you, buddy. We we all miss you, Ray. Love you. I'm doing a heart. You can't see it. He might see it. Done. 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 I live pretty close to Ray. Actually, so, yeah, funnily enough, do. actually, under the geography, because uh, Matt and I are IRLs, right? We met playing Magic near the college we both went to. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian, uh, by the way, we live in Pennsylvania, for context. Brian lives on the West Coast, complete other side of the country, right? Like, nowhere close to us, but still, like, just the rest of the guild is kind of everywhere, right? We've got people in Texas, we've got Californians. Uh, I don't think we have anyone north of us, Matt. We're so many Californians. Nothing I can think of. I think we're technically. Uh, we've yeah, got I, think, some... I think we're the most north, you know, that we can get on this side of the U.S. Yeah, like we don't have any New Englanders. We've got some Floridians, uh, South Carolina. Like we've got people everywhere. Uh, technically a European. Technically a European. Yeah. I mean, he I is agree. European. He's not technically. He is. I mean, He's an he American. doesn't listen to I him mean, talk. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but like. <laughs> let's let's like it's it, it's confusing because he is literally one of us, but also he doesn't raid with us. So yeah, and, and so, and, yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, like geographically, I mean, like we're we've all like kind of been filtered down here is the way I always described it in the past. Because like I mentioned where I was coming from, because I made a push for like hardcore raiding in MOP, which is like when I got good, quote unquote, uh, and and then sort of fell off the train took a breakthrough wide mostly because i was failing college uh so i had to quit wow came back near the end of college and then you know joined some middling guilds but like 
I think two or three other people were in pretty much my same position where like they kind of tried to go hardcore but ended up sort of stuck in that quagmire. Uh, but then we've got people who just like uh, our guild is their first guild that they joined, really. Yeah, it's actually insane that we have any of those players. I, and and like we've all stuck around. I mean, just uh, uh, our our raid is so colorful. I, I I have no other way to describe it. It's just it's something special. But uh, enough uh, enough about enough gushing about ourselves. We're going to continue to talk more about it. But uh, uh, as far as history, Brian, you said you were top one hundred. When when was that? Yeah, I was I was thinking about it earlier. So it was it was yeah it was it was the end of Lich King, and then all through Cataclysm, and so and then after the last tier of the Dragon Soul tier, I uh, I quit. Was this all in the same guild, or were you jumping? Yeah, guilds? one guild. I went I mean, from I went from uh, someone who because I stuck so I also started playing in Wrath. Like during TOC tier, and then, like the the server first guild or the best guild on the server, literally just needed a twenty fifth person because their their DQ, they had to they couldn't make because they're like they had six players that couldn't make the raid, and so they were like they're asking their you know guildies like hey do you guys have any friends like that are like just like do some damage and have three brain cells that can do her you know twenty five heroic lich king, even though we've never no one's ever done it before on the server. And uh, one person, um, one of one obviously my friend was like, "Hey, yeah, I got a dude. He uh, he's never heroic rated though." And they're like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, but hey, this guy, this this dude, he's crazy." So they brought they brought me in. Uh, two pulls in, I'm third in DPS with no heroic gear. And they're like, "Oh, this that this okay, all right." I think I, I think we took four hours. Like from from uh, when I started, when I joined the group, uh, and we killed it. We killed it that night. So we so I was with them for there, that, and then the uh, the then in Cata, they're like, hey, let's like we're 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 hot we're hot shit on our server. Let's take over the world. So then we just made like a serious push for like higher ranks because because they, you know, because they you know, weren't. I mean, we're we're server first on Arathor. Any of you guys heard of Arathor before? I, I didn't even know that was a server, and you've probably told me about this server in the past. Yeah, I got nothing. Never heard of them. Exactly. So, like, being server first on Arathor, it was, uh, I think it was, like, top 200 US, I want to say. I don't remember the exact ranking, because, again, I started in TOC, right? So I didn't really know about rankings, like, at that time. So I didn't know. I could just, like, I didn't know there was a leaderboard, you know? <laughs> like, no idea. Um, so then, yeah. So I can't remember our exact rank uh, during Wrath, but during Cata, we we peaked. We peaked at top one hundred. I think it was like ninety seven is what we got to before I uh, uh, real life took over and I had to quit rating at that level. Gotta love that. But uh, you brought up Lich King, which is all, all the memories are rushing back to me now uh, because I started uh, in BC. The pre patch was going on for Burning Crusade, but because I was a small child, I couldn't afford my own subscription. I think I was 10 or 11 when that was coming out. Um, no, I was 12. I remember I was 12 years old. Anyway, uh, so I was using my sister's accounts, which meant that I could only play when she wasn't playing, and she played a lot. Uh, but I ended up joining her guild, and I did, like, one Karazhan run, because it took me the entirety of Burning Crusade 
to level my little my little Draenei warrior up from one to seventy. Uh, and I did one Karazhan. It was great. I mean, obviously, I got funneled all the gear. Nobody needed it. We were already in the Wrath pre-patch. Uh, and then Wrath came out, and we decided to move servers, me and my sister and the, the couple other people that we played with, uh, to an RP realm, which was great. I love RP realms. RP realms are great. Uh, but in that scene, there's not a lot of really good raiding guilds most of the time. Uh, so the couple of guilds I joined were uh, uh, cesspool guilds, right? They were just groups of people that used guild chat like a second trade chat. And uh, we never really progressed anything. I remember pugging most of Nax. I pugged a lot of Olduar, pugged TOC. But then in ICC, I met a group that has one of the best guild names ever uh, that I've ever played with. Was Nomragon Gasco. That is a good uh, name. Yeah, they were the the GM raid lead. I still have him on my battle net. So if you're listening, love you, bud. Uh, genuinely one of the best players I've ever played with. Everyone else in this guild was turbo dog shit, including me. I was a total clicker, played Rhett Paladin. Uh, it, like, I don't think I had Taunt Keybound. Uh, and to go back to my warrior for how bad I was, I didn't get defensive stance until like level 40 because I saw the quest, uh, thought that it was lame and just abandoned it. So it I, I, I remember getting flamed in a, a Scarlet Monastery Cathedral for not using Sunder, and I didn't even know what it was. Uh, but in any case... Uh, no more going Gasco was actually a ton of fun. It was my first like real organized raiding experience. The uh, the raid leader I played with was great, like I said. Uh, but a, a quick anecdote: when we got to Lich King, I think we were walled on ten man Lich King normal for about four months, maybe five months, uh, a long time. And we raided like six hours a week. It was a long time that we were just wiping into this guy. Uh, we had uh, we had strats to run away from defile where we would have our hunter disengage off the platform to get out of it. What? Oh, it was some classic that garbage. Uh, but yeah, then eventually that guild fell apart. Kata, Kata I kind of coasted through, and then I, I came back in MOP. I, I took some breaks here and there. Uh, in MOP, I, I had a, a job of my own. I could pay for it myself, and I, I had big, big aspirations for myself, and I, I got my ego stamped down into the dirt for how bad of a player I really was. Uh, and that kind of inspired me to get good. So now I'm here where I'm at today, you know, after 10 years of growing from that experience. Uh, but Matt, you said you didn't have a ton of organized rating experience. What, what did you actually do? So I started playing in like literal actual vanilla, like days after oh. the release, like oh. the original release. Uh, and but I was a wee child, so you better believe I I started on my little night elf hunter as we all did. Couldn't wait to get my little pet. I'm trying to dual wield because uh, why would you not? Um, I'll have you know I picked Tor and Warrior to start with because they're the biggest guys. <laughs> that makes sense, right? Dude, undead warrior. Uh, that's a good choice. Man, everyone picked warriors except me. I feel left out. I'm just running around here with a cat. Warrior brain. Warrior brain. But. Like, my, my experience was very just, like, mid. I spent a lot of time in, like, low-level dungeons when I... By the time I finally did get to, like, max level, like, it it wasn't even until... I, I want to say, like... When was the level cap? 85? Cata? Cataclysm. That's when I actually started to go, I should get a character to max level instead of making 30 alts. And that's when I started, like, 
trying to find a guild or just like trying to figure out what rating was and get into groups. But outside of the occasional LFR and like maybe one or two normal runs of, of random raids, I didn't have much experience. So needless to say, the first time you or Brian insinuated that I had any amount of responsibility in Uldir, I was like, oh God, no, this is a terrible idea. You want me to what? You want me to monk move over this, over Gahoon's giant cysts? Like, that sounds like crazy, dude. I actually remember this moment explicitly because obviously you were you were an IRL of mine, right? And we got uh -huh. to Gahoon. Uh, and if anybody remembers Gahoon, there were the little balls that you had to run over the, the slowing little cysts, put the little gross crap on the ground. Uh, so you had to use two people teams to like throw it and catch it. Uh, Matt and I were the pair. Mm -hmm. And because I was a shaman who couldn't be slowed because of ghost wolves, I could get like 70% of the way there on my own. So it was usually just watching you cheat torpedo towards the dunk zone mm -hmm. as I did, like, all the work. <laughs> you would run the entire way, and then I would take it, do one cheat torpedo, I was there. That's it. I made it! Uh, but hey, got dunked. We were, we were, I'm gonna, I'm gonna plant my flag confidently with no evidence. We were the most consistent team. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. With zero evidence, you better believe it. With zero evidence? I'm pretty sure we're the greatest. Uh, but in any case, we did mention at the start the uh, the classes we like to play a lot of. So like, I mentioned Shaman, Brian, you said Rogue, Matt, you said Druid. Uh, how did we, I guess, how do we get land on these classes? We'll, uh, we'll go to Brian first. Dude. All right. So I, earlier I mentioned Undead Warrior, right? So yeah. that so that account, uh, not my account. I was, I was, it was like, oh man, this is real. I, I haven't accessed this part of my memory in a long time. So I think it was like fifth or sixth grade, I want to say. I was I was at I was at one of my friend's house. And he's and he showed he's like, hey man, I'm playing this game called the World of Warcraft. You wanna make an account? I'm like, ah, oh, that's a lot of work. Like you know, and it's subscription. I I'm in fifth grade. I don't know. I don't got money. And then he's like, he's like, okay, it's cool. You wanna play on my account? I'm like, absolutely, dude. So I made myself the Undead Warrior. Spent all night on this account. I literally like. I didn't go to bed. Like it was a one eight-hour sesh. Like he went to bed, I stayed on. I stayed like I stayed up to play. It was great. Uh, never played that. I never played that account again because obviously it wasn't my account, right? I didn't play the game again until like sophomore year in high school, and that's you know that when I uh, when I when I acquired World of Warcraft and was able to get my <laughs> my my friends actually paid my subscription fee because he he also he also bought me the game because he was a. Uh, how I put this? He had more money than I did, so he so he bought me the game, and then he, he paid my subscription fee for the sole purpose not because he wanted to play with me or any, or any of that like you know stuff that makes sense. He wanted me because he he knew that if he would get me into a game, that I would get good at that game relatively quickly, and then I could teach him because he would he did not have the same like determination to become good at things in at least in video games. So he knew that, like, okay, I could, I could totally just pay for this kid's account, and then boom, he he becomes good. He can teach me how to be good. He's keeping the money in house, right? Dude, he knows Why what he's doing. Someone to, to coach him when he could just get you to do it. Exactly. And so, so like, you know, he just studied that sophomore year, and the first class I made was a rogue, uh, solely. And I, sh I shit you not, was is completely because of Asians and or I'm Asian and ninjas sound cool. That is the entire reason I started playing as a rogue. And somehow I still go back to it today. I don't know how. 
Now, uh, before before we get too off topic, but I, I do want to bring up there's there's been a running joke for the last like two or three expansions because you always main your rogue at the start of it, and then for whatever reason, half our healing team just leaves, Every so you end up time. playing your holy paladin. Every, <laughs> Every time, time, dude. I Every mean, okay, time. so then, like, do you dislike holy paladin? Like, you I like love holy, holy paladin. Okay. I just love rogue more. You know what? Nothing wrong with playing favorites. Like, like if I, you know, my rank one healer has always been Holy Paladin, and I believe that's because I, well, like, because I, because I played in Wrath, right? And that's where I started. So at in Wrath, if if any of you remember, Holy Paladins, uh, were pretty damn good. Is uh, they actually they had effectively the they had they were the only one of their class or of their of their role that could fit into the like sub role. That is quote unquote tank healer. Like they were the rank one out of thing. Like and no one else could do it anywhere near as effective as them. So like so in my head, holy powers are always like king of shit mountain, right? So that like so that just stuck with me for like literally years. And then when we started this guild, we couldn't find a damn holy paladin to like save our lives. Like we went through like we had like fucking six druids, like nine shamans, like every freaking person and their mother had a priest like the you know list goes on and on not a single holy paladin i was one of hey. the first holy paladins in the damn guild and also funnily enough i i'm i'm reaching back into my memory whenever uh i started in antorus i joined as a rogue and i remember there being a bunch of uh comments about oh hey we finally have a rogue because you were playing your hunter through most of legion yeah dude huntara my insane naming scheme absolutely flawless but yeah, uh, I, I, because I've been all over the place, right? I've mained almost every class for at least a raid tier, but I sort of default back to shaman because uh, back in Mop, whenever I made my my get good push, the class I did it on was enhancement shaman, and honestly, I can't tell you exactly why I picked it, other than the fact that lightning is cool, uh, and I, I really didn't want to play Ellie because uh, I didn't like casters very much, especially at the time. Uh, I just, you know, I wanted to get in there and hit him with my axes, but uh, I had rerolled to Horde because all the good players were on Horde, and uh, stuck with Enhancement Shaman. And I got really, really good at Enhancement Shaman, uh, enough to like make it into a couple decent guilds, even though Enhancement Shamans weren't good uh, ever, really. But from that time, Shaman's always been like either my first or second class leveled in a new expansion, or it's just the main outright. Like in in Dragonflight, I absolutely plan on mating Shaman throughout most of uh, Shadowlands. That I played Mage, you know, I've played DH, DK, Rogue, Warrior, all of that. Because uh, I definitely started with Warrior. I mentioned my Tauren Warrior because they were the biggest. Uh, I swapped back and forth on the character screen between Orc and Tauren. And if you uh, if you play Classic, you can you can look at it. The Orc uh, POV, the camera is kind of like low, so it's hard to tell which one's bigger. So I had to guess which which guy was bigger between Torn cool. and Orcs, because you have to be the biggest guy. Um, but I played Warrior pretty much through Cataclysm, because I, I played that Draenei Warrior that I leveled really slowly all the, all the way. The Warriors and Cat were so good. They were very good. I was not so very good. good. That was a different problem. <laughs> different issue. But uh, Matt, you mentioned Druid. Uh, I, I am a druid player through and through. Um, basically, any time you look at a lineup of classes or characters and you go, now, which which one of these little guys looks like he would maybe fuck trees? That's the one I'm probably going to pick. 
Um, so I ended up uh, <laughs> picking Druid mostly to heal, but uh, I enjoy all of the all of the specs for it. Um, but if I ever switch off of it, it usually goes to something else that deals with nature, like Resto Shaman or Beastmaster uh, uh, Hunter. Like I, I just anything where I can have animals or like transform into something or splash someone with water. I'm usually on board, uh, but I, I've mained tons of stuff throughout being with you guys. Like I've done Holy Paladin. I did Monk for a while. Um, but, so yeah. then, of, of the role, you you would say you main healer? I think so. I think it's the most fun to do in raid. I I I just like I like raid healing definitely way more than dungeon healing. But I also enjoy dungeon healing if if we got like a core little group together. I certainly don't like doing it with pugs. Oh wow, the the healer. Doesn't like healing pugs. Strange. But uh, I can tell you, I'm going to speak for Brian, but uh, I'm pretty sure we're DPS mains through and through. Even though the joke is that he always rerolls to Holy Paladin, that's just because we don't have enough healers. But I, I know for a fact uh, we just want to blast. Dude, I just want to blast, bro. Man, I was spit out. I was like, I was mid drink when you're like, man, you, like, so I, I just want to leave the one that want to fuck trees. <laughs> I, I mean, was fucking spit out my water. Dude. Actually, Holy that's a good moly. question. Let's, uh, you know what? I think I let you get away with that. Uh, do uh -huh. you fuck trees? I don't fuck trees. I definitely don't fuck trees. Do your characters fuck trees? You can't, you can't see it because we don't have like a camera for it in real life, but like I'm looking into the camera like the office. I definitely <laughs> don't fuck trees. I... Do not fuck trees. Alright, jury's out on tree fucking. No tree fucking here, officer. Uh, but yeah, I pick I pick Druid and everything. If 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 you maybe play D&D with someone, I'm probably gonna pick Druid. If you... I don't know, if you plot me into the middle of some kind of RPG game, I, I'm probably gonna pick anything that can cast nature spells. I love, like, turning into animals or having an animal or something. B basically, if your mom or your 14-year-old sister would pick the class aesthetically, I, I also probably pick the class. Huh. Well, knowing knowing you IRL and knowing that you are in fact my fourteen year old sister, I think mm -hmm. that uh, that that checks out. I yeah. knew it. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, secrets out. Anyway, uh, for for my sake at least, not to speak for Brian, I'll let you go pop off about it here in a minute. But I I just I don't know. It's more that I I don't dislike tanking and healing as much as DPSing is just always fun. Uh, I don't I don't know what your thoughts about that are, Brian, but I got another I got another separate topic that branches from that. Dude, okay. Yeah. In, <laughs> in, in the really short versions I agree. Clearly I'm not gonna stop at the really short version. But yes, DPS is the <laughs> like in dungeon and in raid, in PvP, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. DPS is always fun. Now, healing. <laughs> raid healing. Is uh if I let you know I'll give everything a score. So, D so DPS for me personally, in terms of quote unquote fun, is always eight to ten. Like always, like no matter what. If like for me personally, eight out of ten. Like or at eight eight to ten rather. Uh, healing, raid healing, is like eh, like. 7.5 to like 8.5 it's like it's very rarely does raid healing for me ever get above like that in terms of how fun quote unquote or like quote unquote fun it is dungeon healing solid nine like rate like dungeon healing super fucking fun tanking 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 dude i can't raid tanking zero out of ten like for like for for my fun quote unquote it like it's 
It is horrid. Like, I, I loathe ray tanking. But dungeon tanking not is a nine. So I, n I never I never play I never play tank rolls because of that flip, right? Like, okay, cool. I'm gonna have during the week when I'm doing Mythic Plus or I'm in dungeons and stuff, it's like super cool, like super fun, and then we get into the raid and I'm like, holy moly, kill me. So that's why I never I never play tank. Uh healer, yeah, I, I yeah, I dabble I dabble in heals. Uh, one, another reason I think Holy Pally is has been my go-to, because uh, that, that was like, yeah, in Legion was when I the, the meme started, if you will. No, not Legion, BFA, in B, BFA like from BFA Holy Paladin, uh, Shadowlands, wait, yeah, BFA and Shadowlands Holy Paladin have both basically just been DPS that happen to have green numbers sometimes. So that's probably the reason I like I like I that's my favorite healer, quote unquote, because like, dude. It's, it's you're just DPS, and then sometimes a green number shows up. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I, I was gonna I was gonna take this off into tanking to start with, though, because my my thought is pretty much the same, right? Dungeon tanking, you're you're the guy, right? Like the the you're in charge of the route, you're in charge of your survivability. You get to decide how big or small the poles are. Always bigger, always better. Uh, you get to really show off like your your ability to run the show as a dungeon tank. And then as a raid tank, all of your progression, 90% of your progression, I'll say, is just not dying to the boss, and the other 10% is learning when to taunt slot. Like, positioning in M-plus matters. I'll always make fun of tanks that just non-stop move for no reason. But in raid, you basically just sit there with the boss in the correct place. I don't know. Let's use a recent example, like uh, 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 the Among Us boss, uh, the Dreadlords in mm. sepulcher you have to drag those around the room but you really don't got to move that far you just got to make sure that there's space behind the boss to for the dps melee dps specifically to stand and that's about it otherwise it's just taunt swapping it out every now and then and outside of like the first couple pulls living is easy because you already know what to do you know what's dangerous you just press your big 60 percent dr uh defensive whatever that is based on your class or you just don't because you're fine your heals will get you uh it's it's really uninteresting most of the time compared to dpsing or even healing there but man dungeon tanking is i i don't know what they need to do to raid tanking but uh i think it, i think it's also a gameplay design problem because there's already a shortage of tanks so if you make it really hard where not everyone can do it then th now there's even less tanks yeah i've never been a tanking person i i just the responsibility gets to me and even even in dungeons where i have four people i know i'm just like man i don't want to mess up a route or like make this take an extra five minutes like no see there's there's your mindset problem you didn't mess up the route they did it wrong fuck your dps <laughs> yeah like a ta like it's the the difference between like a good tank and a great tank is it's literally night and day like i've met i've met plenty of good tanks and they've all thought they were like king of shit mountain like mm. and good for them i'm glad they're happy with themselves but they're they're just they're just good like that's that's it right but a grip and then so you're in the you're in and they're like how do i put this nicely possible they're not the experiences aren't memorable like it's a it's a walk-in yeah you have x y and z is your tank so this is another day in the office right it's just, it's just another mm. tuesday but you have a great tank you rem chances are you're gonna remember that guy like 
to this day, I remember, I remember, I don't remember his exact name, but I remember he played, he played Prop Pally. I remember this guy, like, I'll never forget this dude. Ever. There's a, uh, there's a brewmaster I played with in season two of BFA that I still remember because of how good they were. Like, it's, it's, it's nutty. And it's a, but it's a lot, it's a lot, and the problem, I th- or rather the, yeah, the problem with, like, tanking is, hmm, how do I put this? The, a lot of this stuff isn't a quick, uh, a quick YouTube, or a quick YouTube or Google search. Like, what makes a good tank is, uh, is uh, it, Yeah, a lot of it's very intuitive, like, yeah. muscle memory kind of skill. It's, it's stuff that someone can teach you, but they kind of have to coach you. Yeah, but they, yeah, like, they have to teach you. you. And it, uh, and a lot, a lot of tank players I've met who are, like, just good and will probably, unfortunately, never be great tanks, is they've only played tank. So they don't understand what their team needs. They don't understand what their team wants. So like a great tank, chances are they were a DPS made at some point and or were a healer made at some point. Because they understand exactly what their their group needs from them. So like oh, yeah, absolutely. like like yeah, pulling you know, like say there's a there's a dragon fight, right? You you know, as a tank you gotta pull the pull the drake to a certain point, and then you gotta make sure there's enough room for your DPS to stand, otherwise they can't hit the boss, right? Well, but like, well, a lot of the "quote unquote" good tanks will just get out of, will just get out of the, the, the bad, right? If you will, if there's a void zone, they just kind of like sidestep it. But now the entirety of the dragon is in said void zone, and we can't, we can't hit him. Mm-hmm. So that's you know, and and then of course we'd be like, hey, uh, can you pull the boss? I don't know, three feet backwards, and they'll be like, okay, yeah, no problem, or like, uh, sure, or whatever. You know, it's a lot, of, a lot of good tanks are. I don't know, man, they're little. There's 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 an ego there, right? And I don't uh, and a, I a lot of the the good tanks in your category have huge egos. You mentioned it before, but they have the most swelly. Like say what you will about DPS ego, but there is something special because the, these tanks have convinced themselves that they're doing it perfectly. So if yeah. you tell them they do something wrong, it's like an affront to them as people. Yeah, it's like a personal attack. Like no man, you, you're you're just not perfect. No one's fucking perfect. Calm down. But yeah, like the uh, great tanks are the ones that like know that, and like, and also like are tracking like is like say they're doing a dungeon. You're like tra- the t- the tank is tracking healer mana, is tracking like DPS cooldowns to know when they can like pull big without having to ask every time. Like a great tank doesn't really need to communicate because they have because Blizzard or not bro, add-ons rather have <laughs> add-on managers have created a way where you can check all the information you need to be like a great tank. You have all the information in front of you. You don't. You rarely need to make a call, uh, unless something you know goes wrong, like someone gets hit by something silly, and they need a battle res, or that someone needs you know X, Y, and Z, right? But and even importantly, from the DPS and healing perspective, a great tank you can usually guess what they're about to do. I know I've been in enough pugs where I get really frustrated because the tank just runs off and does something, and I wasn't like prepared. I'd already popped my cooldown, but I, now I've got to chase them down to actually make good use of it and now everything isn't grouped up so I'm pulling aggro on one or two things because I had no idea the tank was going to do that but a great tank will set up a pull where you can even just watch where he's looking and figure out what he's planning on doing yeah completely completely agree and like and you can't like teach or you can't like that's like, again like you can't just like look up a guide on like icy veins or wowhead or whatever be like because there's not a section where it says 
uh main dps for a tier like that's that's the whole section like that's that, yeah, that's honestly. step step four to be a great tank is stop playing tank for a tier and see what happens now on that note and, it's, and this is really unfortunate this is actually why i personally dislike dungeon healing a lot uh at least it's a large part of it is that the difference between a good and a great healer is basically non-existent you'll never feel it it's there yeah. great healers really do make a difference uh, like healers that are capable of kicking uh, any mods, using their CC to interrupt, setting up pulls with the tank, knowing when they need to heal somebody, being able to call out DPS's defenses for them because they're the one watching the health bar. All of that stuff's there, and it does make a huge difference. But if, you, especially in a pug where you're not on voice or something, the difference between the best healer in the world and some guy who's able to time all the 15s is barely noticeable. Yeah, because like, if, if your group has a great healer, then you don't notice them. Yeah, that's definitely the biggest thing about healers. If they do their job well, you never even knew they were there. Yeah, like the, like in uh, in Shadow, specifically in Shadowlands, is the only reason you knew if a healer was good was that, or, or rather really good, was yeah, they were kicking all that stuff, but they were like, but they were like beating the tank in DPS. Like that yeah. was like the meme because like oh they because like we're all we're all alive we're all doing good and they're pumping like that's that's how un, you know that's not exactly a great melee like when you think healer you're like oh yeah the one that does a lot of damage what I I think uh, I think there's definitely stuff you can try to intentionally notice about healers but like it's so specific to every class and it it's it like you said it's going to be really hard to notice because everything's going fine like there's no big disaster happening or you, you, you for the most part unless it's some really bombastic ability they're not gonna they're, they're not gonna show off when they're popping their cooldowns at the perfect time but like uh outside of you know shenanigans like with ash and hollow or, or like crazy big dps cooldowns uh usually the two metrics i look for are um like for specifically druids are they pre-casting or are they waiting until the damage is already out uh, so can but that goes with everyone? Can you anticipate the damage? Like, are you used to this dungeon mob doing truckloads of damage or not? Uh, and then on top of that, is everyone alive and you're doing some damage? Not a lot. It doesn't have to be a ton. Like, it, it could be just like one k DPS or something. It just just throw a moonfire and a sunfire out there, or weave in a couple damage spells. That's just showing me that you're going. Yep, uh, everyone's fine. And I know this dungeon well enough that I know I can get away with just throwing some spells out here, just get the dungeon done quicker. And on that note, to, to move into the DPS side of things, the thing I hate most is that it's kind of easy to tell when a DPS is bad because everyone's got a damage meter. If you yeah. look at that meter and you see some guy at the bottom, and this is where a lot of like the flaming and toxicity uh, that, that people see in the game comes from, I, I think it's a lot more rare than most people do, but... Uh, for the most part, it's pretty easy to tell when your DPS is really, really good because you see them blasting. But it's kind of the difference between good tanks and great tanks. A really good DPS, like a great DPS, is one who's topping the meter and is weaving in their interrupts, their CC, their defensives, their mobility. They're helping the tank wrangle mobs. Uh, you know, as a rogue, they can use tricks of the trade and go pull something somewhere else, or hunters with misdirector, you know. As a shaman, you can thunderstorm some stuff into the pack to make it easier. Like, those are great DPSs. A good DPS is a guy who just, when it's all grouped up, he can top the meter. Yeah. How many, how many times have we all been in a dungeon and it'll be like a plus four or plus five, something we're just in there to grab Valor and get the hell out. 
or like farm a specific item that we're going to pump valor into and we've gone oh like the the mage or whoever has really low dps i wonder what his eye level is like he must be here for like a real plus five and we'll look and we'll be like he's 10 eye levels higher than all three of us what buttons is he not pressing they're all in the spell book you just open like just open it bud put them on the bar like and, and that's that my biggest advice to every dps player always be pressing something even if it's the wrong thing you'll do more damage pressing the wrong thing than pressing nothing yeah like uptime like that that's that that's another one of those terms like for tanking the the term is is a uh, enabling or for tank and healer is like their job isn't to tank a thing or to heal a thing it's to enable the group to do to do the content whatever it may be like that that's that's what I, that's where a lot of the the between the difference between the good and the great is they don't even know that term exists in the in the world of warcraft universe and like yeah you like yeah, and like in D- yeah, DPS dude. Yeah, you get that guy. You see, see you know, you see, you see the dude. Like, oh, like you see your so your healer just got feared because we missed a kick or something. Like the really good DPS, you you see them. Like you see the guy about to go pull a mob. Like for specifically Rogue, because I've uh, I've seen I've seen and done this a couple times myself. Is it like you'll see you'll see them going to a mob. You can you can vanish, shadow step to them, and then sap the mob so they don't pull. Like you, dude. You see that in a dungeon? That guy's getting invited to everything. Like if I don't, if they don't have a guild, and if they're in the guild, I'm asking them if they if they need a guild. Like that alone. Even if they're oh, not like, yeah. even if they're not like top in the meter, dude. The fact they have the fucking brain power to see and do like to execute that thing. If they're not top of the meter, chances are they're deep. They're a tanker healer main, and we could always use more of those. True, and and especially. The, the easiest part of DPS is getting your rotation down. A lo- like, a lot of the rotations are, you know, fairly easy. Some of them are a little bit more complicated to do pretty well, because you don't even need to do it perfectly to do really well in your class to get, like, 95% of its output out. But if you're never doing those side things, those CCs, interrupts, uh, you know, enabling everyone else in your group to do well, then... It does. It kind of doesn't matter what you're doing on the meter in terms of like your your ascension up the skill ladder. Yeah, like like if I find yeah exactly exactly if I find a good DPS, I go to I'm playing a dungeon, and this <clears throat> this hunter is is you know is destroying the meter. I'm gonna remember him for that dungeon. That's it. Like I'm never gonna remember him again. But if you're doing that and also doing all the extra like like you see the tank came to this thing, you know. Uh, you know that this this mob doesn't have an aggro table, so they're gonna, they're going to run through your tank and go to your healers. That 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 hunter is throwing a slow whatever the slowing trap is called a tar trap right between where the tank the, where the tank and the mob is before the tank even fucking pulls. Like that We're, absurdly little shit. Even especially in our dungeon group, our uh, our DK was our tank, and uh, if you remember Spires of Ascension, the big cat pull right after the first boss, off to the right of it, there's like nine of those little bitches, and they will shred your tank to bits. Just simple things, like, I threw an Earthbind Totem down. Alright, cool, you can kite now. You can go reset your stacks, good luck. Or, yeah. or Necrotic Leak. Obviously, Necrotic's not coming back in Dragonflight, but like, Thank God. That, that little stuff, especially when you're playing a tank, uh, and you know, like, oh, I need to reset my necrotic sex, and you notice the mobs are slow, even if you didn't see it beforehand, you're going to remember that guy who put the Earthbrine totem down. Yeah, happened to me all the time with uh, with trees. 
I always told, I always ask people anytime I joined a group and I was playing balance, I'm like, Hey tank, do you want trees for this one? And, and they were always super thankful that not only did I ask, but because some of them did say no, they're like, Nope, I got it. Just push your damage buttons. And I think especially to, to move a little bit into another idea of the dragonflight talent trees, the fact that every class is either gaining some utility or getting access to some of the utility that they might've lost. Uh, again, to speak for Shaman, the fact that I can, as an enhancement Shaman, use Thunderstorm, and not even just use Thunderstorm, I can't fuck up the pull, because I can take the one that lets me knock them in the air. That's like a two-second AoE interrupt. That's an incredibly useful thing. And I'm going to see a lot of Shamans not take that ability, because they don't understand how strong that really is. Because it doesn't do damage on the meter. It's it's like it's like when you're a kid playing Pokemon, and you, you're Metapod, like, or metapod like a good example brian your uh your your guy is like oh yeah you can use x y and z move to lower special attack why the hell would i do that sword stance fucking, that do damage what's wrong with solar you? beam <laughs> hello yeah we we mentioned we mentioned tank ego but i think i think a dps mindset that's pretty bad is the uh the zug zug mindset where it's Absolutely. just like oh me hit dude the amount i, I there's a there's a story Brian and I are aware of of uh, rogues that aren't using tricks of the trade and dying to aggro issues Bruh. boggles my mind. How Bruh. are you ever dead to an aggro issue as a rogue or a hunter? Every time I see a rogue dead in a raid or dungeon, I'm like absurdly angry. Like you have faint, you have vanish, you have cloak, you have evasion, and you have tricks. What what killed you? What could you have died to? On top of having the most like stops in the game, kidney yeah. cheap shot, gouge now for all rogues. Your Thank kick. God. Thank and you, Blizzard Overlords. And you've got infinite overlords. mobility with shadow step and grappling hook now. Like, yeah, it's not okay. But yeah, like, dude, like, yeah, classes that don't use their utility and just like keel over instead of I don't know, like blocking or ice blocking rather. Like, just come on, work with me here. I definitely think. A good way to pick out good DPS is if they interrupt. A better way to pick out good DPS is if they are if they kind of naturally make a a like interrupt rotation. Like obviously it's easy when we're not pugging, right? But if you get that sweet spot of like, okay, cool, the the resto shaman knows exactly when wind shear needs to go off, like we know exactly which mobs the druid's gonna solar beam, like it, we're set. Dude, like going, yeah, getting into a group, like it's and this is this is literally like a like a fucking shot in the dark. But like, dude, getting like you're pugging, say you're pugging solo for a reason, and you get into a group with four other people who are just paying who are paying attention. You know, you know no Discord, no voice, no like even no coordination at all. But all this stuff naturally happens. Like halfway through the dungeon, or you notice halfway through the dungeon that your DPS have a kick rotation. They didn't say it at all. There was no talking, but there is a kick rotation. Like just that. Oh, that makes that warms my heart, dude. It's it's a beautiful thing. It ha I think it's only happened probably twice in my entire like WoW career. But I mean, I guess to be fair, you don't pug like ever. But also that, you're yeah. Smart. Yeah, I don't pug anymore. I've uh, I put that behind me. Yeah. Uh, best pug advice I can give is find friends. Yeah, is to stop pugging. Yeah, at, at, at any point, if if because everyone's gonna hit it. If you ever feel like, man, I'm really tired of pug tanks always uh, always messing up the polls. You got two options. The first one is tank yourself. The second option is find friends. 
Yeah, you don't even have to find a guild. Just maybe you have a really, really good tank in, in your plus three. Shoot him a friend invite. Just say, like, hey, I'd love to invite you for future ones. Like, me and my other buddy, love to have you again. And on Guar that note... Guarantee you're going to get someone. Like, uh, To one of the people who our guild was their first guild is he tanked for us for a little while. Uh, Tall, you, we, you probably know who you are. But uh, he joined a pug group and he was pretty nervous he was a pensive uh tank he was he was very new i think it was a plus 10 freehold uh back in bfa and he's like oh i'm not, i'm kind of undergeared i don't really know what i'm doing we just brought him in we we're just like yeah whatever and and now he's better than most tanks i've ever done some 20s with mm -hmm. um just a little bit of effort and and finding people that are at least actually let me let me steal some advice uh, is to find people you can make mistakes with. Because yeah. everyone in Pug is scared of getting called out for messing up, right? Or Matt, you mentioned you don't tank because you don't you don't like that idea of like, man, I don't want to mess up the route. But mm -hmm. if you find people that you can make mistakes with, that's one, how you get over that mentality, and two, just get better as a player. Because everybody messes up. Everybody in the top guilds in the world, the top M plus teams, the top PvP teams, makes really bonehead mistakes all the time, especially me. But it doesn't matter, because eventually the consistency of being good is, is what being good actually is. Yeah, I like the, um, like, the, the better players are always the ones that are, like, testing their character's limits. Like, to, to arguably suicidal degrees. Like, My oh, favorite time... Can I cloak time... this? <laughs> yup, that's exactly <laughs> what I was about to say. My favorite time when I'm playing Rogue or DK is seeing a mechanic going, huh, can I AMZ that? And then I, or AMS, I guess. And then I stand at it and die, and I'm like, well, nope. But I look like a total <laughs> shitter, because now I'm dead on the floor licking the pavement. Yeah. But if I could have AMS that, I would have looked like a total genius. And the only way I can know is by testing it out. Yeah, it, it, it is. It, it, it cracks me up seeing, seeing classes that have that, like, limit testing ability, like, be dead. Because you, something, like, for, for our guild specifically, you'll hear them and... I'll, again, me, because I eat rogue. Uh, I'll go like I'll be dead. I'll go. Oh, <laughs> like oh, yep. It, yep, it is very it fun hearing a warrior mumble to themselves, and then you see them die, and you're like, "Were you testing spell reflect?" And they go, "Mm hmm." Yep. And that's the thing is that when you find a group that you can make mistakes with, they'll know what you were trying to do. They're not going to call you a dumbass shitter. They might just to joke with you. Oh I mean, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that's just because we're making fun of each other. But if you're dead, and we know what you died to, and you're like, oh, we could have we could have pieced it together. You could have never said anything. We'd be like, oh, you're a testing spell reflector, AMS, or cloak, or ice block, or whatever. Like that that's pretty easy to pick out. So finding that group of people that you can make that mistake with is so key to getting out of the pug mouse wheel. Yeah, and another benefit to like being in a consistent group. Like as a as a healer, like if you're a healer and you find a consistent like raid or dungeon team, like the 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 skill the like how do I put this the output that you have is like immensely different as if you didn't if you went in a group that or like a pug group and not just because like oh well the pugs take more damage no 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 the difference is is that you know who's gonna be taking that damage. So like as a, as a as a druid or a priest as a, you know like in terms of hots and and shields or bubbles rather, you can you know you're like okay the melee I know they're gonna take an extra tick of this like thing to get off a of global so you bubble them or you hot them before the mechanic happens, 
Like, it's, like, stuff like that that you're not going to get in a puck. You just, you literally can't. I mean, I, I remember getting my, my, from you, I would get my second beacon of shame for playing Hunter. Like, all right, one on the tank and then one on fucking you. Cause you're going to explode if the wind blows. Like, yeah. Like the wind blows too hard or like Denathrius looks at you funny. Yeah. Like or, or even, even just, try to, I, I remember the Holy Pally mastery, right? Healing people more, the closer they are to you. Yeah. Eh, fuck it. Your range. Well, and it also gives like, that's that enabling thing because now Mad as the hunter doesn't need to stay close to melee to make sure he gets healed. He can go fuck off into Narnia and do whatever the hell he wants. He's still going to get healed, and he doesn't need to sit there worried that he's just not going to get healed. Because we put our heads together and, and figured out the best solution for playing. So now when Matt fucks off and misdirects something and then ends up getting casted at because it didn't work, then he's not going to just die. Exactly. And, well, and, and <laughs> like for like a great example is, uh, is in we're doing Blackrock Foundry. And the uh, I remember the fight. I don't remember the fight name because I am horrible, horrible with encounter names. But the the fight with the boat. If you, any of you can remember that name of the. Uh, is it the is it the council fight with the yes. three the three orcs? Yeah, I don't remember what it's called. It's like yeah. mistresses of something. Sure. Yeah, it could could be freaking the the dock boys for all I know. I don't know. But yeah. So that like so that fight there was there was always there was a mechanic that all like in my guild we had three rogues. And the, the the we did, and we had a disc priest who knew that they had to rotate bubbles on the two tanks and the three rogues because they knew all three of us were 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 going to take that extra tick like of that of that thing so that we could do more damage. So after like I think it was like two raids, all the um, me and the other two rogues like realized that like that they knew this was happening. So we like pushed it further. We 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 stayed until the bubble would go off, and then we would take that another tick, and then we would go, and then we would fuck off. And I remember, and I remember him. I remember him. Uh, I yeah, I remember, I remember him. The, the the priest. Him going, guys, come on. <laughs> and like, what? You're helping us out. We're doing more damage. Like, thanks, man. Good looking out. And he's like, he's like, oh, DPS flares. <laughs> well, and and that's the mentality too, right? Like. A, a great healer, like, will still do that. And and it's fun to make fun of the DPS players, too, but, like, in terms of, like, optimally killing the thing, that, that might be That's the a correct thing. play. I, yeah. like, as a healer, I have no problem of you taking damage. I don't care. As long as you don't die, then what's the issue? I can just heal you real quick. Like, one holy shock and you're full health, or, you know, livable, <laughs> livable health, rather. And if you like know of like knowing an AOE isn't coming, well then I'm not healing you, and that's fine. Like that's okay because you're not gonna be dead. Like so it doesn't matter. Like I I always uh, I, I I argue I encourage our DPS players to that if they if they think or they know that they survive some mechanic to get a one or two globals off to just take the mechanic. But of course if they die, well then they they know they should have done that. But then they learn. Now they know that thing. Or yeah, and also, know. Yeah, and no. also on that topic, then how do how do you, like I'm sure we've all met a a million healers more than more than not that would look at that and go, oh, DPS players, and might even have the mentality of you know what if you do that again, I'm just gonna let him die. Oh, dude, the god complex that some healers like obtain can go eat my ass. My god, no, that that, that shit is outrageous. Like like hey hey Brian, you can't you like shouldn't do that. Like oh what you because you had to heal me. What else were you doing? You want it? You want to bet that your Moonfire Global does less than any of my moves? 
yeah, trust me, that our like our globals, that global exchange that we just did, worth it. Trust, worth. I would bet that a lot of that mentality resides in pugs who are traumatized, especially from this last expansion. Uh, maybe a little bit of BFA, but especially Shadowlands, because they feel that there's got to be a good portion of those pug healers who feel pressure to get their DPS numbers up because some just some shitty DPS or some shitty tank put it in their mind at some point that like if you're not also doing a ton of damage then we're not playing optimally and we're never going to finish this plus 3 in time so i i'm sure i'm sure some portion of them maybe aren't god complex but are just like man if i if i can't get some moonfires or sunfires peppered in they're going to yell at me well oh, that's this... even the thing to to go on about the the idea of the meta right the meta healer at the top end, right? This is for the top end players. What you see, you see the the best M pluses, best raiders playing is almost always determined by how much damage they do. But for basically everyone else, the amount of damage that I don't know uh, Mistweaver does compared to Resto Shaman is usually pretty negligible for like I I would say well over ninety nine percent of the player base for sure. Um, but it, at the same time, then there's that pug mentality of, oh, well, you're not the meta healer. You're not playing Holy Priest in Season 3, so I don't want you in my group. So then you've got, you know, a bunch of mad mistreavers that never get invited to anything. And and that's equally ridiculous to that god complex thing. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Like, and... and... Like, and I'm, I believe, I believe that's, that's completely right. How, like, this all, obviously, is, like, they have had past experience with some X, Y, and Z person, like, like whether telling them they're bad or, like, aggressively telling them they're bad, like, or, like, some traumatic experience where, like, yeah, now they have, like, now it's, they're stressed out. They need, they feel like they have to do this thing, that thing, you know, X, Y, and Z to be quote-unquote good. And, uh, yeah, no, pugging sucks, dude. The game community... I love I I love gamers, I love gamers, dude. It's it's a it's insane. Like I don't know how I don't know what like happened to people when they 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 sit down with their computer and they forget that other people uh, exist. Like that there's 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 a character behind that tune. You know that that does kind of strike the idea that I think most people forming pug groups don't actually think of the other four people as humans. No, like, they're, they're just NPCs. tools to get whatever the hell the person making the group wants. Yeah. Like it, it really sucks. Like that's and that's and back like you know to really take this back you know to forty five minutes ago, like, it's why our guild is so unique. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Like the, here, here's a here's a term I didn't think I was going to use today. Our retention rate is insane. Like the fact I can that, think of I can think of maybe five people who didn't outright not even that actually I can think of three people who didn't outright quit the game who like have left our guild. Yeah, who've, like, went to go do other uh, WoW things. Yeah, I can think of like, three. Literally, like, yeah, exactly. Like, everyone, everyone who's... Everyone else who's left our guild, or not even our guild, but who stopped playing WoW, that's, like, that was the reason they're not in our raid team, was they like, stopped playing WoW. Like, they, they were fed up with X, Y, and Z from, like, the game. It wasn't, like, it wasn't because of our guild, as far as I know, anyway. So, like, it's, it's, it's insane. Like, it's very unique. It's very rare that this, this group could even exist and uh and every, and every every like you know few few years i get reminded of that when we get like you know we get a new uh, we get a new trial in and they they mention how <laughs> they mentioned how like oh this is like really weird like they 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 
always end up telling us about their like traumatic experiences like unlike previous kills whether it just be their last one or like their ones the the big the big one if you will that made them not want to join any guilds at all like and then they came to us and now they never leave like they're here effectively forever i think a lot of that's the mentality like to, to put a, a lesson to what we've been saying is that adopting these good mentalities right whether it's in the game or outside the game in terms of like finding people that you can fuck up with finding people that you can be better than always trying to become the great player not just the good player that's that's kind of what we strive for and and now that we've gotten there we've got our, our sort of you know community that we've built around it i think that if other people just did this more then there'd be more of us but i i whenever you said we were unique i think that that's the that's kind of the reason of it is is we uh we live our principles as it were yeah absolutely like yeah like, like you're like i mean like you literally just said a lot of people don't understand what it takes to be a great player it's not that you're rank one on any meter it's that you're not a shithead as a person because <laughs> like by default if you're like uh i don't know, just paying attention if you're if you're wary of your of your team's like mentals at that time you that's you know what they're doing you know you know like like okay like they're they're gonna they're you know like say say me right like i know or someone or like our tank will knows that like i'm having like a shitty day like i like before we started doing dungeons like i was i was, I was like, complaining about work i was clearly like tired by like really wanted to do dungeons so they, he knows and he's not gonna he's gonna not put me on the on the kick order as much or he's gonna cover my back like for all those things it's happened plethora of times and after the raid he always or after the dungeon he always messages me like hey like you okay like you good and yeah and like it's those things like that's a great tank or and a great player and people and, don't, and people don't think about that shit dude even aside you reminded me of a specific scenario on a prototype pantheon when we were progressing it i was playing uh, havoc demon hunter which if you know anything about season three havoc dh it was all about a single target dot that we could put on a thing uh and because of that i was killing the the kick target too fast so it was something as simple as like yeah i'm reliable for the kick but he's still better if i just like put him somewhere else and let the damage spread out and the next pull we killed it just being able to to read your raiders and understand what they're about is such a big deal in terms of like keeping everyone's spirits high like just even with jokes right like some people just need a good laugh especially after like i don't know like five wipes in a row to like some silly ass mechanic like whether it be like one person messing up or like we just couldn't get this rotation fast enough or xyz right you, you know you need you need that like you need that person to be like well that was shit in it <laughs> like you know and then boom done or you know a couple people like laugh and break the tension that's in the air just because you know shit happens right that that's definitely the biggest takeaway that i think a lot of people uh take too seriously at least in pugs is that like sometimes shit just happens you know uh, I, and I, I've been there. I've been in the pug scenario where you've got your 15 key and you desperately want to complete it for your, your vault reward or your keystone master or whatever, and then someone bricks it and now you're just out your key. It feels a lot worse because you feel like now you have to work so much harder to get back to where you were. But that's, I mean, that's where friends come in because we've also been in a situation where we as a group bricked that 15 key that we all needed for our KSM or whatever. And we're like, ah, damn it. All right, well, let's uh, let's go to another dungeon and get back to where we were, and 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 just being able to understand that everyone makes mistakes all the way all back to this. Everyone makes mistakes. You just gotta accept that that's what happens. It's it's definitely tough sometimes helping people who 
uh, are unable to find uh, a group of friends or a guild or something. Maybe maybe they have just like a terribly inconsistent schedule. They're an adult with kids and a really weird job, so you know they can't even be consistent and find good raid times. Or they're a kid who has high school and then tons of after school activities that all meet on different days and at different times of the year, and so they're struggling a lot. So it's really hard to give them advice when you know. I always want to tell people like play whatever class you like. Even if the talents you pick aren't the meta, are they the ones where you do the most damage or keep the group alive the most consistently? Then they're good talents. Like, pick the thing that you're going to have fun with and that you think works. But it's so hard to do that when they're, they're not forced to pug, but pugging is just the most natural thing they can do. And uh, they kind of get stuck with a bunch of a bunch of asshats who are, like, only meta or, you know, those classic people who will take an MDI team and be like, if I'm not replicating that exactly, I can't finish my plus seven in time. Um, so I could definitely see how that could be discouraging, but uh, obviously the the good old mantra of just find some friends. Even if you could find two or three people who tend to get on at the same time of day as you, you're, you're bound to have a much better time than pugging forever. Absolutely. Switching gears a little bit entirely. I guess not entirely, because this is this sort of leads into uh, Dragonflight, right? The new expansion's right around the corner, uh, two weeks away at the time of recording, and there's a lot of people that are going to be looking for groups, looking for guilds. Use this advice, please. Uh, find find friends, find people you can mess up with, get better at the game, enjoy yourself, go for whatever goal you want to set as a group. And if you personally want something that the group doesn't want, then that's okay. That's that's when you're allowed to to branch out right like growth is always accepted and if people don't accept you for growing then they're not people that are like-minded to you yeah find a, but, find a different group find a different person whatever but with dragonflight around the corner uh we've got obviously our guild that we're going to be working with i mean what other what other prep are you guys up to because i know i've got i've got basically a week off for uh for dragonflight launch i i know me and brian had made some plans to do some all-night leveling uh, what, what else? What else is on the table? Uh, I now have those days off as well, so I'll be My able man. to. I will be able to stick around. Uh, I don't have the day of launch, but obviously I don't work till the wee hours of the night, so I'll be home partying with you guys for two or three days in a row. Uh, if you want to try to hit me, max, correct me if I'm wrong, Brian. It's three o'clock Pacific time that it comes out on yes. Monday. So then it's six o'clock our time, Matt. We're in EST. Yeah, so... well, I'll be I'll be home long before that. I will have Hell picked up supplies. Yeah. Some chips, some DiGiorno pizzas, some... I don't drink soda, but if I admitted on here that I drank four gallons of milk a week, I think people would be concerned, so I won't admit that. Instead, I drink water or something that people drink. We're yeah, going to address that at another time, because that's not okay, but we'll talk about that later. You know what? We got milk chugging tree fucking. We're all about that. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm in. All right, by the way, uh, petition to rename the guild milk chugging tree fucking. I'm Petition in. to make merch that says milk chugging on the front and then tree fucking on the back. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> Any talented artist want to hit us up with that? Our first merch shop. That's it. That's our first merch shop right there. I'm already right. on it. I'm opening Photoshop as we speak. It's already done. Here it is. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. uh, no other no other prep, though. I, I, uh, I tried out uh, I tried out Evoker. And I tried out the new uh, the new race track here. Um, they're both interesting, but I, I don't think either one is necessarily for me. I'm I'm excited to see if any 
one in the guild decides to play one, and if so, how they play it and how that turns out. They have a lot of cool little abilities. Um, but outside of that, what what are, what are you guys doing? What, what sort of sort of prep stuff are you doing to get ready for the next expansion? You know, on on that note though of uh, Drag there, I'm actually I've been really toying around with it because I I played a lot of beta. I'm the I'm the resident beta tester, and uh, I really didn't like Evoker on the beta. But I'll be honest, I'm I'm a bit of an idiot and probably didn't understand it fully. So whenever I got babied through the starting zone and they really and they kind of taught me how to play it, uh, I guess full disclosure, I also didn't do the starting zone on beta. I just made a level seventy one and hoped I would figure it out. Um, but after playing it, I'm kind of into it. But there are some things that really bug me about that class. That 25-yard range isn't it. Even just doing simple dungeons where you think you're in range because you've gotten used to playing other classes and then you're definitely not is pretty tilting. Uh, but I might main alt it. I know I mentioned earlier, I definitely am leveling Shaman first. To to go from Shadowland Shaman to Dragonflight is going to be a miracle. Yeah, let's see. For prep, yeah, I have that whole week off. I have from that if I if my current schedule is the way it is, uh, for for that the week that I requested off, I will have Sunday off. So I'll have the day before the patch drop, all the way through till the next till the next Tuesday. So I have a solid uh nine days? Question mark math? Eight days? Yeah, I I guess I didn't mention my prep, but I'll I'll be uh I'll be working two of those nine days. But otherwise, I've got all that area off. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be fortressed up. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have my little pl- pillow fort where it says no girls allowed on a piece of paper with a tape stuck to it, uh, and then I'm just gonna fill that bitch with Mountain Dew and Doritos and other things gamers eat. Dude, yeah, I I've like I've been prepping the for lack of a better term the menu for for like that whole week. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm do a the like a Vietnamese pork belly. I'm gonna do I'm doing we're doing white trash tacos. We're having uh, we're having chicken alfredo. We're having shrimp alfredo. I, I, don't, I don't want you to get too far away with this. But what is a white trash taco? Oh, Wait, can I guess? Absolutely. Is it is it very similar to white people taco night, where you just sort of get like the little taco mix from the store and you put it on some very blandly seasoned ground beef and you make a little taco bar and there's some she- some hard shells and some soft shells and some shredded lettuce. Like, is it like that or? Uh yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we I uh being being a chef by trade, uh it's a, it's a little a little more than that, but that's the base. That's where that's where it started. Like I'm going to make my own pico. I'm going to do a I'm going to do a fire with salsa. I'm going to do a tomatillo salsa. Like it's it's Well, then um, I'm going to pull up on a greasy wife beater can call me white trash. I'm coming to that. Dude, it's white trash tacos is one of my favorite things in the entire world. Like Also, call him that white trash tacos from now on. Dude, it's it's what it is it's perfect anyway so yeah so i got like you know i got i got menus for the whole thing I, i'm getting a bunch of uncrustables i got like you ever you guys heard of like liquid iv like that stuff is oh, like so shit. good dude and like i did i it's one of those things where i didn't like one of those things where i didn't uh i don't really believe the hype like three times hydration like what could that even mean like fuck you i'm gonna drink three glasses of water right don't no, it it Dude, it, it works. All right, it's great. Maybe it's placebo. I don't even care. All I know, it works for me, and that's all that matters. So I got a bunch of that. I got a, I got a bunch of, I got a bunch of root beer. Hold up, I my, I literally have my prep list right next to me. Hold up. Oh, this guy got a list. I, dude, I, 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 I'm, I'm, dude. You've, dude, I'm ready to just fuck it up, Natty. But you're here with, you're, you're planned out. No, no, like, like chef mode kicked in for sure. I, <laughs> I even have 
Advil <laughs> for, <laughs> for, for for dealing with you people for, for the 36 hours of being awake and all I've had I've like you know I uh, I got I have two cases of monster coming I got like I got a bunch of gum I got a like just to you know keep keep so your, your my mouth's moving so my brain's like still moves I don't fucking fall asleep at the wheel if you will like I got a bunch of sunflower seeds like dude whole night i got i got a variety of energy drinks too i not only do i have monsters i have a uh, i have kickstarts i got i got some like i got some uh fucking again like voltage in terms of soda i got voltage i got round dew i got or not Mountain Dew. i got root beer uh you guys have heard of pepsi nitro i have not what is pepsi nitro it's i guess pepsi's version of an energy drink or something that sounds disgusting i'll be honest i fucking I'm... hate pepsi I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't prefer Pepsi. It's not bad. Um, I don't prefer it. But this nitro stuff, it fucks. I'm I'm planting a flag. I'm a Coca Cola drinker. Well, yeah, uh, same. That being said, I drink way too much Mountain Dew, so I guess I'm I'm like a double agent going over to Pepsi products. Dun dun dun. Yeah, no, like no, I'm I'm dude, I'm so ready for this week. I I would argue I've over prepped. Probably. Like, and that I rather this you rather this way than the other way, right? Oh, I got fruit snacks, bruh. Oh, hell yeah. Bruh. So, so to provide a little bit of context, I remember you, me, and uh, another guildmate, Colton, uh, we, we were planning on doing 24 hours of, of staying up and playing Shadowlands when it dropped. And it almost worked. I think we were up for about 16 hours uh, because we all hit level 60 and then something broke. Something catastrophic was bugged and then we all just logged off. Yeah, um, if that bug didn't happen, we would have kept going easily. Yeah, because I remember there were two or three like game-breaking bugs that we ran into in Shadowlands that we just muscled our way through. That honestly, if we weren't like dedicated, we probably would have just given up. Yeah, no, that was that was horrific. If I was a, yeah, if I was doing a solo, I would just went to bed. Like those those they were fucking really annoying. So uh, on the topic of uh, classes we're leveling, uh, like I said, Shaman Brian, you're doing Rogue. Yes, sir. And, and then Matt, you're doing Druid. You know it. Uh, do, do you guys have main alts planned? Are you just gonna gonna fuck around with one character? What's what's the deal? My current plan is my main alt to be my pally for that when that eventually happens. Inevitably, uh, inevitably, yeah. it's gonna happen. Like probably everyone, everyone who's playing, you know, preservation evoker is gonna be like, yeah, I don't really like it, and they're all gonna be like, instead of like switching to another healer, they're just gonna go DPS, and then I'll be like, all right, guess I'm healing now cool <laughs> uh as aside from that i don't know like because i i really i like i say this every expansion i pray to fuck it is a quote-unquote alt friendly expansion i just want to play multiple tunes especially because i do i guess i want a pvp like i want to play like because it, it, if it's alt friendly um then i could have like mul- multiple tunes or and here's the best part about it being all friendly for everybody if they don't want to fucking play they can log the fuck off and do other that's, things. That's really great. Uh, that's going to be another topic I'm going to bring up. It's just the uh, the people's people one gaming WoW. Uh, that's that's a different different topic for a different time. Yeah, that's true. But uh, I think uh, I think for myself, I'm really starting to lean on Evoker. But uh, Rogue has been a ton of fun. DK has been a lot of fun for me. DH is, is actually a little upsetting. Uh, <clears throat> mentioned I made DH in, in season three. So I can deal with some bad class design, but the the fact that momentum is now a, a maintenance buff really does upset me. Um, 
And I mean, I, I, I used to brag on DHs for being easy. That class is, at least the, the current good talent build is not easy anymore. It, it's a lot of, a lot of complicated movement and rotational cooldowns you gotta keep track of. Yeah, I don't have anything lined up outside of Druid. I, I mean, I might default to Hunter. Um, but I have nothing picked out. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what, uh, what rises to the top of the most fun. Um, or just the most brain dead so I can run around and do a bunch of damage and just have like a farming alt or something. So mostly sticking to Druid. I'm just going to switch between the specs. One day kitty cat, one day healer. You know how it is. Yeah. Now, uh, I guess it's kind of nice because we all play, we all play different, different classes at least, but, uh, personal loot's going away. That's uh, that's actually been kind of a kind of a big discussion we've been having is what the hell to do as a guild because w- when personal loot became the only option in BFA, we just sort of dealt with it because mm-hmm. in Legion we did master loot. Uh, but once we did personal loot, we just kind of kind of let it be. Um, but with group loot being the only option now, that's kind of the same decision we came to is we're just sort of letting it be. Uh, but I I don't know. Do you guys think gearing's gonna be easier, harder? Uh, like in terms of time spent, like a number of weeks before your gear, quote unquote. I I'm really I'm really not excited about if personal loot isn't around. Uh, you know the game like I I always like hold my breath for like when the game officially releases kind of thing. Like I know like like all like I know a lot of people like keep on the beta also then there's all like random outcries of X Y and Z. That, oh my class got nerfed by thirty percent. Like doesn't Blizzard know what they're doing? Yeah, but if you actually played the beta, they were 45% above everyone else, so 30% me, nerf. Let me actually jump in there. I've, I've been playing a lot of Enhancement Shaman. They ate that 25% nerf to the chin. I gotta be real. When I went to the Shaman Discord, the amount of people with the little newbie leaf next to their name showing that they had just joined the server complaining versus the amount of moderators that were like, guys, do you have any idea how good Enhancement Shaman was? Uh, it is is really funny. Like, I, I have a lot of faith in Blizzard to, to balance this, uh, even not just numerically, obviously the loot as well. Like, they're making the correct decisions. But, uh, oh man, uh, just the, the people's just complete. On a, on education seems a little mean. Uh, well, it's, it's, they're, it's, they're, it's uh, blissful ignorance. Yeah, that they're, they're kind of living in a world where they, they just don't have complete information. They don't actually know why this decision was made. They just think Blizzard hates them. Yeah, like it's, yeah, it's it's a, it's one of those problems that like not it's not just obviously WoW related, but like in life, like you you have X Y and Z thing looks bad, no further research. Like they look, they take everything at face value. Like if you, they, if they like just dove one layer, they peeled one layer back of this fucked up onion, they'll see exactly why it happened. Absolutely. And it'll and that uh, and, and that and it'll be like they'll be like, oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, so Brian, you mentioned you weren't terribly excited. Matt, what are, what are your thoughts on the group loot situation? I don't know. Um, I like anything that will keep us from not being able to trade simple stuff. Like, you know, I'm I'm playing Resto and I happen to get a really good Ellie trinket or something weird like that, or something that would just be better for Ellie, or or even just an upgrade for you. And um, and whoops, I can't trade it because it's two eye levels higher than the thing I had equipped. So. Guess I'll equip that, and then uh, we'll stare at this get not used. So anything that we can move towards that lets me just freely give things to people, I'm pretty happy with. I gotta say, I'm definitely pretty... I, I think I, I've changed. Before, I was a little bit more uh, kind of basically exactly in line with you, Brian. Um, but now I'm, I'm a little happier that it's here because of uh, 
situations like there was a trinket in Sepulchre that all the healers wanted because it was really good for them. And it was, like, fine for caster DPS, but nobody really cared. But the only way to get it was to roll as a caster DPS spec. And it took a while for healers to be able to even get access to it. Uh, I, th I think, like, Mistweavers had a problem rolling for it at all, along with Holy Paladins. So, like, yeah, I got mine at the end in a it. fucking normal run. I got mine in yeah. the achievement run. Yeah, like, it was it was brutal. But if, if it's a case where it drops, and I'm playing LA Shaman, and Matt's on balance, and, I don't know, for whatever reason, we're the only ranged, and, and, and we know that you want it, we can just pass, then it's, like, that pseudo-master looter deal. I really like that that's around. Although it does make our jobs as as the officers of the guild, officers of guild master of the guild, to uh, manage loot and make sure because people get really passionate about loot. I mean, it happens. It's been a part of the game forever. It's why Bruh. DKP, as terrible of a system as that was, was even invented, was to mm -hmm. just make people not mad when loot goes to certain people. Which actually, to to rewind it all the way back, find people of similar mentality to you. If somebody gets mad when you get loot that is an upgrade for you, then like. I, I don't get it. Like, you should be happy that your friends are getting things that they want. Yeah, like, well, yeah, like, and I, I, I completely understand that, like, like, wow, like, their, their dice is, their die is loaded. Like, what the fuck? They've gotten six pieces, I've gotten none. Like, that, yeah, I understand where you would, like, feel kind of bad. Or, like, or, like, a, this weapon drops as, like, it's, it's the rank one weapon for you, and it's, like, third for them, but they won the roll, right? It's like I, I, I can obviously understand like okay like, that kind of sucks but that person's gonna like they're, they're gonna use it well either way so like yeah I, I think I think uh, there, there's a key distinction to, to qualify my statement being frustrated that you're not getting loot is fine right like we've Absolutely. all been there where you're like man dude I, just, I really would like to you know have the same gear level as my friends so that we can all participate in the same shit but uh, it, I'm, I'm talking people who like start guild drama and, and start thinking people are playing favorites because loot's go going to certain places and we'll ruin friendships over the loot. Oh yeah, that's more what. Oh I'm yeah, about. can't believe that stuff happens. Till this yeah, day, I can't believe it stuff happens. A, a funny anecdote uh, is back in BFA when there was Titan Forging, our favorite mechanic. Uh, we uh, there was a uh, there was a top guild. I can't remember what ranking they were. Where they were like top fifty world. Like they were really really good. And they had this trial warrior that had uh, highest possible item level with a socket pants drop. Uh, and, and he could trade them because he already had highest item level, but he didn't have a socket. So he wanted to keep them. And, but the guild rules were like, cool, if it's an upgrade, it goes up for, you know, like Master Loot discussion if you can trade it. Because they this guild is really good. They wanted to go to the best player. And this guy killed his trial by saying, no, nah, I'm going to keep these. They're an upgrade. And, and and that mentality, like, really boggles my mind. If you're joining a guild, like a group of like-minded people, uh, or at least the goal is that they're like-minded, that shouldn't even be a question. Because if, if, if it's going to be a huge upgrade for someone who's working as hard as you are, then you should never feel bad about them getting an upgrade. Yeah, loot's, loot's, uh, loot's an insane. Like, in, loot's insane. <laughs> I remember, I remember when we swapped to when I like convinced the guild because obviously in Legion we were personal when we were first founded we were personal loot or whatever the fuck it was at the time, and then uh, we were like like things were taking so long to like die because like the the people who um, their output wasn't as as good as like some other people some other players had like loaded dice right so they would get all the gear and I like and some people were like upsets the wrong word but obviously they were frustrated they weren't getting gear. 
And yes, personally, like whatever, right? So I, I advocated for switching to a master loot system, uh, where we could not like I don't like I don't like I don't like funneling gear. That's not like something I ever like to do. Rather not not just like as as a raid leader, guild whatever the fuck. Like I just, I never I don't like that idea of just like funneling one person loot. Um, but the idea is still that you can put like the loot on on places that will like benefit the most. So if the and, but that only works if the guild's goal is to clear the content as fast as possible or you know relatively quickly <clears throat> so i took i like so i brought it up with the officers the officers were down after like i want to say like four hours of discussion like it was it was a lot it was a long time uh and then sorry and then after we talked with the officers we brought it to the we brought it to the rest of the raid or the rest of the guild and this like I cannot stress enough, like this is no exaggeration, it took three separate sessions that were nine hours long each to be able to convince these this group of like four people to agree. Oh yeah, I mean to, to use your words, loot's insane. Loot and I get insane. it, I love, I love getting loot. The point, the point of playing this game is to make your guy big, number go up is fun, right? I'm, I'm right there with everybody. But the the idea that you would you would bring your friends down to to try to make yourself a little bit better is is a little it's kind of shitty. It's pretty shitty. Like I I would argue it's like insulting. And, like, and it really is. And, and 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 this is where other people being humans matters. Like they're gonna they're gonna remember that. They're going to put that in their mind. And that doesn't mean that they're gonna hold a grudge against you. It just means that if you're gonna keep doing it, eventually they're gonna kick you out. Exactly. I I never expect any any of our raiders to be like, um, how do I put this? Completely selfless. Like, oh, I I, I no gear for me forever. Like, I'm gonna give everything to every to everyone else. And to be fair, there are at least three people in the guild I think of right now that are that way. And bless their hearts, but they're getting gear. Um, or rather, they better be getting gear. Like, I don't expect anyone to be selfless. I I especially I expect everyone. <laughs> to to want to get geared like i don't like like i don't like no in no in no world do i expect everyone to just like pass everything right even, even if they know they're not like a top performer like oh like like ben like ben can use this this weapon so i'm gonna i'm gonna pass on it because i know like like he he'll he'll do more out of it like well, okay I, I appreciate the thought but for love of god roll for it we're we're yeah. we're, a, we're a casual guild we rate heroic like we rate what four hours a week, like we, we're, as as the name implies, we're very serious about rating, but it's we do it. It's only four hours, and we're all friends. Like the goal, the goal is to do the things like in in a timely fashion, but while having fun doing it. You know, like it's not it's not that serious. Right, and I think I think we're we're at the end of that filter, like I mentioned previously where the group of people raiding here doesn't want to take this game that seriously and we are so much better for it in terms of like our, our health as a friend group and the guild just because we're able to look past silly shit like loot or random personal drama to actually show up those four hours a week and get shit done yeah completely agree what i i was i was thinking about this for a little while what what do you guys think is better about leading a more casual guild and what do you think you're missing out on by not getting to lead a you know cutting edge mythic guild is there anything that stands out to you or something like 
you know, you miss from being in the top 100 or you're like, oh, thank goodness. I don't have to deal with that anymore kind of stuff. Let, let me jump in first because obviously, Brian, you're guild master. Um, sorry, I imagine you've got some pretty and you, you've gone higher in this game than I have. So I imagine you've, uh, you've got more thoughts specific. But the, the main thing that I think we're missing is just like that prog progress, right? Like we don't we don't have aspirations for mythics. We just don't. But that's also something we're kind of gaining because when we're done with Heroic and we do our achievement run, we take a break. We go play other games. You know, we play the new Call of Duty that came out. We play League of Legends, unfortunately, with each other. Wh whatever, you know, we split off and play any game that, that anyone wants to play. We'll, call we'll all mix and match with each other. Some people fall off the planet and then they're right back with us as soon as the next raid tier comes out. But uh, in terms of, like, what we're good missing out on is the egos. The egos are so prevalent in the in these middling mythic guilds where you've got people that are only out for themselves. They're incredibly selfish. This is that attitude we've been railing against this entire time that I need the gear because I'm the best player. I'm going to show these idiots that I'm the greatest and, and they wouldn't be anywhere without me. That kind of shit, leave that at the door, right? We're, we're, we might be serious in terms of how we organize everything, but we are casual in terms of what our goals are and how we want you to rate. Yeah, let's see. Dude, I... Oh, man, what, am I, what are we missing? Uh, yeah, the the egos for sure is... a. Uh, is, I'm glad we don't have them. Um, being that, uh, again, I mentioned earlier, I'm a chef by trade, so I've, I've worked with... Uh, a uh, large variety of people we we could say and uh there's definitely a part of me where like line cooks are very similar to mythic raiders like in in my head like it's a very like clear one-to-one -one in, in a lot of the things that like they do in terms of the way they think uh, which is super interesting so in the and that's that's the like ben said it was it's the like like you, like this guild just a stepping stone like i'm i'm going to be i'm going to be like in limit one day like you got you guys are nothing like i'm i'm just here to collect gear get that orange parse and or rank 1 parse or whatever and then uh as soon as i get it, i'm going to take a screenshot i'm going to get the link i'm going to send it over to the the next stepping stone and then i'm going to just say, say nothing leave you guys and boom done like i'm gone see ya so i don't i don't miss uh being stepping stones uh, or a, a stepping stone in in people's like st uh, ladder to world first. Yeah, their grind to the top. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, I don't miss that. Um, with that being said, if I, if I like, and I've encouraged many of our raiders that were that were the the top performers, if you will, that if they wanted to to do that, if they, that's what they wanted to get out of WoW, um, that I would help them absolutely. Like in in no world do I would I like as as the guildmaster be like. You know, I would not crush your dreams if, if you know, or like, because it's manipulative, right? Like, like say Cliff one day wanted to be like, hey, uh, I want to, I want to go raid. You know, I want to be, I want to be, I want to be king of Ship Mountain. I like, are you okay with that? Like, yeah. I'll, in fact, I will, I will help you get there. Like, no doubt, I'll work with you directly. We'll figure it out. Like, I still have contact. I contacts. I guess they're I guess they're considered contacts. I still have contacts in like the in the, in the like the top the top one hundred like scene. There's still like a lot of the people that I raided with before are still fucking raiding. Like they're still there's they're the, like some of them are you know gone higher, some of them have gone lower. The point is, if if any of us want it or if any of our raid wanted 
like even our you know rank one top performers i would not hold them back right um but yeah the egos is a lot with that with that being said i do kind of miss them like that's a hot take i do miss a bit of the ego because it was fun to like it was like there's that like primal like competition you know like Mm -hmm. like there's like because those people are always fighting like they're like not no not like verbally or whatever but they're always like itching to be like rank one they're always like that like the just pure blood instinct to like do better and to perform better not you know not as guilt but as uh, on a personal level um is a you know kind it's again a hot take it's a it's kind of i miss it a little bit i don't miss it a lot like as as again as the guildmaster, I don't miss it at all. As the guildmaster, as a, just a raider, I miss it. Uh, I miss it a bit. Um. Oh. Let's see what's what's good though. Um. Yeah. No. This this the fact that we can log off. Is like yeah. is huge. Like and that's what and that's really what's made our our guild our community like a thing. Like if we if we if we didn't. If we like tried to be mythic raiders, or like we tried to, if we tried to, um, as as Ben coined earlier, to one game WoW, that our guild wouldn't exist the way it is now. Just straight up, it wouldn't. It it it'd be insane. <laughs> like what? So the fact that we like take breaks, like as soon as the tears over, we like yeah, like people unsub, dude. Like I can name five people right now that the millisecond we like take the screenshot for like them like to, to get on the meta mount they unsub and like leave and we don't see them for like next four months and i respect the fuck out of it like good for you like good for you dude but yeah so this yeah this is guild is, has tra- has traversed many games like we've my god like i think 14 people like i think that was the peak of like them playing final fantasy 14 like we've you know, like ben said we have like the six or so of us that all play the play the new cod you know the list. The list could literally go on like forever. We've like whoever someone wants to I do. I mean, we've yeah, we've played League of Legends, fucking StarCraft two. There's at least three of us that play, even though that game's dead as fuck. Um, you know, I, I other other the other shooters, right? Yeah, you know, Apex. You you Brian, you've played with a couple people doing Apex. Uh, Warzone. Obviously, we got into for a little while. You got me into it. Like I didn't even play shooters, and you got me back into it. Yeah, and it's it's the which new Warzone out. That's right. Yeah, like. That, and that's that's that is that is the best part about about not being uh serious and more and more casual because like we're all we're all we're i believe we're all much closer as people for it um like eventually we're gonna do a guild meetup like a full full guild meetup where i'm just gonna send literally everyone an address here's the date good luck it'll be some dead drop we show up and there's just there's just a, a a rat race puzzle that you set up across the nation for us. Oh my god, imagine! But like, yeah, like I've eventually like that'd be super cool. And I know, like, a minimum fifteen people are showing up. Like minimum. Like I'm super soaked, dude. And that and that's that's a bond. I don't believe that we would have been able to make if we were a WoW only guild or a community. Like, there's I don't think there's any way because because we're not Mythic Raiders, like. Because we're all, we're all like good enough, where we if we're if our goal is just to clear heroic, 
then what else are we doing? You know, like, how are we a WoW-only guild? What else are we doing? Like, what, what's going on here? We're gonna, we're gonna clear it for the 15th time on, like, like the ninth tune? Why? <laughs> Why? Um, I definitely agree with, like, the best thing easily being that we do such a diverse range of stuff together, and it's not even always video games. Sometimes we, like, we'll just, uh pick six people and just be like, we're playing D&D for a few months until we get bored of that, and then we're gonna go over here and do this other thing, like, it's definitely for me the best thing is how open we are to doing other activities that aren't WoW. Uh, I have had too many friends that I didn't realize that we weren't friends until after we stopped doing the thing we were doing together, like, you know, we would play Magic the Gathering together, and then we would both stop playing Magic for a while, and I just wouldn't talk to that person anymore. And I didn't even realize that we weren't really friends. We were just those kids in, you know, high school that had gym class together and we didn't hate each other. So now we're friends, but when the semester's over, I'm not talking to you ever again. Like, that kind of friend. So it's really cool that our guild is is able to bond over lots of different stuff and, and lots of different fandoms and anime and WoW and other nerd shit. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, uh, they're the only thing I kind of wish I could do once in a while, but I think is just made up in my head. Uh, is every once in a while I'm like, man, if these eight people had like 25 more eye level like the rest of us, I think we would just insta kill this boss and I wouldn't have to worry about it. Oh, for sure. But then it just goes right back into the feedback loop of like, but we're such a casual guild that it's so nice that I will never have to be like, having a serious discussion with like, okay, who do we need to bench? We or we're a mythic only, so we have to bench these two, you know, these two people for this fight, because it's only 20 man. I love that there's never that concern. Everyone just show up, play whatever you want, let's just have fun, let's kill the boss, let's get some loot, get some mogs, get some mounts, and get out of here. Like that that it's just so reassuring, you know? Yeah, I could do I could I could do like a four hour video of just talking about about the experiences I've had, like in 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 mythic in a mythic guild environment, as as an officer, about having because you needed to maintain your your twenty right, but you also needed mm. five more. Like a healthy mythic guild, quote unquote, was twenty five people. But, like clearly, that's a problem, right? Like, but then the five people don't always get to raid. Yeah, and that sucks. But that's how you do it because yeah, like shit happens, right? Someone gets sick. Someone like couldn't make it that day. Like shit happens. Like IRL over over a game all the time. Like no matter what, right? So then you you needed to have an active bench that kept up on their gear. Like they needed to be motivated to like still like do Mythic Plus to do uh, to do dungeons, to do other alternative ways to gear besides raid. Or they you know like you you ask them to go pug. Like <laughs> like what you know like maintaining that was always. I think like I didn't I didn't I didn't remember it until like you until you brought it up. But like that was that's actually now thinking about it, that is the one thing I don't miss the most. I I could not imagine a situation where some like where I'm I'm doing like eight fifteens a week, maybe even some PvP just to make sure I get those those gear slots. I'm I'm doing heroic raid with like an alt raid or, or just pugging it or something to be number twenty five and wondering even though I'm putting in the same amount, if not more work than the other people, am I going to be able to play this week? 
Like, yeah, yeah, am, I, am I going to be able to tell people I beat the Mythic Raid, I'm cutting edge, or am I going to have to skate around it and be like, yeah, so my guild's cutting edge, the guild I'm in is cutting edge, I don't have the achievement, don't look though, because uh, I'm number 25, and uh, I never get rotated in. <laughs> I couldn't imagine being in that situation. No, and it was, it was, always, it was always really painful, like, that was, because it, like... I, like again, from the from the officer perspective, you know, is it really sucked? Because you knew, like, someone was like, yeah, the 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 twenty two, twenty three, like you knew they put in the effort. You knew they really wanted to be there, but like their their class maybe didn't apply the raid buff we needed. Like, say we like we only had one unholy DK, or rather, we had two unholy DKs, but their buffs don't overlap, and the other guy does so much more than you. If we're doing prog, I'm not bringing you. Goodness, mm-hmm. that that is another thing that I don't miss in the slightest. Is imagining that twenty first person, right? Let's just say that they play uh, rogue, right? But especially in the past, they didn't provide a buff at all, and they might be the only rogue on your roster. But for whatever other reason, you have to bring a warrior who is significantly worse than this rogue because they bring battle shout. Yeah. No, that, and that that stuff that stuff was heartbreaking, to be like, hey, I know you're really dedicated, and I, I appreciate the hell out of you. Sorry, I'm not bringing you this week. But like, you gotta sit on this bench, warm that shit up for us, good. Yeah, and and like, and that's why it was always like, like so that, that then you always had five players rotating like through like just the guild, like and it, of course a, a good officer a good officer team will rotate in those players like every so and so. You know, but that's the thing. They they almost never get to be in Prague. Like it's very rare that you don't have the same. Like if the same twenty five people show up every time, chances are you're only you're bringing the same twenty every time unless you get brick walled, like by a boss, and then you're like, okay, well this isn't working. Let's try a different comp. This does remind me uh, because in MUP I was the twenty like third ish, or I I would have been the equivalent of a twenty third. I think I was like twenty seven because it was twenty five man at that time. Yeah. Um, there, there was a dream, and I remember having a conversation with this raid leader that you're going to get people who love being in on farm, but don't mind not being in for prog because they're just in it for the gear, they're in it for the parse, they're in it for whatever. Yeah, I was one of those people for that raid. So there was a long, there was an entire portion of Throne of Thunder that I didn't raid progression with because I joined near the end of that tier, so they were doing. It might have been uh, the the boss right before Leishan. It was like the mistresses of Leishan or something. I think they were around there. Um, but I would come in for the first like eight bosses and get fed a bunch of gear, and then I would go to the normal raids, right? So I would get fed a bunch of the normal gear. But I would I never killed heroic Leishan in that guild because I just was never brought. Even though I like I played mage, I was a good class with a with a raid buff and everything. Like, but they just. They had three mages in front of me, and and they weren't able to kill it while bringing me in because I was worse than the other three mages. Yeah, like that's, yeah, like in the, you know, it sucks. Like I like thinking about like I have, I have very I have very strong emotions about because I remember, I remember, for my memory is shit, but for better or worse, I I remember I want to argue ninety five percent of the people I've like had a decent conversation with in this game. So I've had, I've had to, I've, I was always the guy, the, the bearer of bad news, to sit down with X, Y, and Z and be like, "Hey, man, uh, next week, <laughs> like, 
next you week gotta fucking maybe. go brother sorry like next week maybe and then and like like i said earlier before i would also then i would still help them like find a new guild if they wanted to be in the the starting roster like and of course like most people not like 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 you mentioned not everyone wants to be in the starting roster um or the prog roster rather but like you know it's it still sucks. I remember, like some of those some of those conversations were like legitimately heartbreaking. Like I was not I was not mentally uh cuz dude, in Cataclysm I was like I was like 18. Oh yeah. Like, I was I was I remember the day I started college was like 3 days before the WAD launch event. I remember doing the WAD launch event in my dorm room uh, and my roommate was confused cuz he didn't understand what World of Warcraft was at all. Like I would I was a shithead kid for most of my time playing this game. Yeah, like like being being a kid like being a kid telling sometimes adults, like full fledged 30, 35 fucking year old people that hey, sorry, you're just not good enough is really upsetting. Like and, and this is not even mentioning the times that like it goes like really poorly when they're like angry. Cause most most of the time, for better or worse, they were just like like, oh, okay, like, I get it, like, you know, I like, appreciate you, you know, see ya, like, kind of thing. But sometimes, yeah, no, they would, they would pop off, like, what do you mean? Like, I, I did blah, 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 like, I'm, I'm way better than blah, blah, like, uh, sorry, you're not. And then you have to hit them with facts, and then they G-quit on the spot. There, there's been a lot of that. I've been a lot of, not necessarily involved, but I've witnessed a lot of those conversations where somebody gets told that they're on the bench, and then, uh, then they're gone. Yeah, like, five minutes for raid time. Like you see someone G quit, and oh, I've seen that dozens and, of times. And everyone in the raid knows what happened. They don't even need to know like that there was a discussion, but they can pretty much put together. Because yeah. if they saw that guy in the raid last week, and now he's suddenly not here, like it's yeah. Brutal. All right, everybody, that's about it for episode one of a seriously casual perspective. We uh, definitely trailed off on a bunch of different topics there, but please subscribe to this channel. You'll see a lot more from us in the future. Go ahead and give a like to a video if you like what you saw. Tell us what you thought about it, and then our socials are in the description and on the screen in front of you. Goodbye! Bye. Bye.